Welcome to IT for Whiskey, a podcast for new or existing managed service providers and your occasional whiskey connoisseur. My name is Myron Herrera. My company is Cinetech Solutions. We are a MSP based out of Dallas. I'm also the CEO of GreenLink Networks, which is a voice over IP channel only. Business started in 2004. Combined, we're about 30 employees. You know, the reason I wanted to do this podcast was because I wanted to take that pain away from some of the new guys. I realized that a lot of the MSPs that were starting up were struggling with some of the same things that I struggled when we started our business. Meeting Craig and Joe, we shared the same passion and a lot of the same issues. My name is Craig Hickman. I'm with ProBlue in Bloomington, Indiana. ProBlue is a managed service provider. We started in 2005. I started with three employees and now we've grown to 11. We're a small shop servicing a little over 200 customers. This is a great opportunity for me to talk to other peers and learn what they have done and what they have not done well and avoid all those caveats. This is a learning experience for us and also hopefully helping others along the way. My name is Joe Ucia. I'm the CEO for Infinite IT. We're located out of Toronto, Canada. We're an MSP. We're currently about a dozen employees. We were originally founded in 1999. I believe in this podcast because I wish somebody was there to help and teach me a lot of the mistakes that they made and share their mind share on how to overcome issues. I was lucky enough to meet Craig and Myron a few years ago. I hope that you got a lot out of this podcast. Now here's your hosts, Myron, Joe, and Craig. Welcome to the next episode of IT for Whiskey. I am Craig Hickman with my best buds, Joe Ucia, Myron Herrera. Is that pretty good? Pretty good. Yes. Uh, you're getting good at that. I love when you do the intros. Makes it sound so formal. Intros of the century. You know, as we end 2019, this was probably the best decade of my life. And this is why. Just hit me that we are finishing a decade. <laughs> this is my 40s. Wow, you ter- you went into your 50s, buddy. You're older than I thought. I, I am. I'm still considered not middle-aged, according to Google. <laughs> Here's the funny part. If I call my daughter, my oldest daughter, my name that pops up is called Almost Middle-Aged Man. That's my name. (laughs) (laughs) Not dad. It's not Craig Hickman. It is Almost Middle-Aged Man. You know what? I'd take that over what my oldest daughter has as her ringtone for me. Darth Vader, Darth Death March. Dun, 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 dun. Having having visited Joe, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> wow, thanks. That's the last time you stay at my place for a week. And Joe's like stomping through the house. <laughs> oh, where's your phone? Give me your phone. That's all I heard. <laughs> uh, kids. No more Instagram for you. <laughs> <laughs> Every day it's the same routine. But anyways, now that we talked about the recent past, let's talk about the future. Today's topic is, Myron? 2020 predictions. Our predictions for 2020, exactly. How much have you changed in the last 10 years? Oh, geez. That's a great question. I started shaving my head. Well, there's that. I grew my beard out in the, this decade. And he really looks like Santa Claus now. Ho, ho, ho. I got the hat on, boys. Uh-huh. Even comparing the other day, I listened to our episode from last year that we talked about the predictions for 2019 and it was really funny. We, we made a lot of accurate predictions. Kudos to us that we saw things coming down. But we did talk a lot about security and, and we talked about MSP growth and whatnot. And, and it was true. Look at the year in review. Holy cow. 2019 have a lot to do with security. My prediction for 2020 is that security is going to be the focal point of everything. If you're not in the security business as an MSP, you're going to get left 
left behind. You said that last year. <laughs> no, I say it even more so now. It's evolved. Before it was start thinking about it, getting into it. You're going to get left behind if you're not thinking about it. Now it's you need to do this as a business or you're done. 24 to 36 months from now as an MSP, if you have nothing to do with security, your customers are going to leave you. You're going to get fired. Hard stop. And answer my first question, which is, have you gotten better over the years other than the beard and the baldness? I, I think I'm like a fine wine. I think by age 27, I start to go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I could tell you my milk story, but we don't have that time on this episode to talk about the milk. And, and that's a different podcast, please. I like milk. Who doesn't drink milk? Looks body good. I concur. Make some strong bones, especially you need to make sure if you buy milk for the for the family, that's it's organic milk with no hormones. Tell me about your predictions. What do you think 2020 is going to be like? 2020 is the start of the next decade. If we are still around doing this by 2030, I'm probably going to kick myself in the butt for this. But I think that floppy drives will come back. (laughs) Five and a quarter or three and a half inch. No, I think the 120 megabyte floppy drives that came the, out. Uh, zip drives. <laughs> well, zip drive. You know, actually, honestly, we bought a zip drive because we had a client that had all their important files on zip disks and we had to get the zip drive going so we could get those files off. You should have told me. I have one here. You have one? Oh, my God. I got it on eBay. It was a good price. It was, good. US, it was even a USB zip drive. <laughs> <laughs> that was an advanced one. Well, obviously, you know, everything we're all talking about, we're talking about the security and security is important and that's never going to go away. Due diligence. I think for 2020, if you're not doing two-factor, you are SOL. You have to do two-factor for everything. It is now a requirement. Yeah, somebody else is going to be stealing your business. I agree. But with two-factor, there's new threats that are arising as we saw to earlier. Oh, Yeah. Well, there are always a few new threats, but you don't want to make it easy. If you don't have two-factor, you just might as well leave your garage door open. Oh, where I live, I can, but that's a whole other story. That's because you can't get to the house because of the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's too cold out to do anything. If you can't get anywhere within five minutes, you die, right? Hey, never mind. I bet you it's warmer in Toronto right now than it is where you are. Uh, It could be. Uh, It's 33. It's 40 here. Damn it. Oh! Oh. We have no snow on the floor. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Canada is not always colder than the United States. It's 40. One here. Really? What's up with that? Are you saying that it's almost as warm in Toronto as it is in Texas? But I was barbecuing yesterday because it was 90. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's so funny? It was 25 on Saturday, snowing. And he was still barbecuing. I was smoking two lamb roasts. I smoked pizza. I sent you the picture of the potatoes, the whole nine yards. I didn't care. I'm a believer in training, right? I think training is going to be a big thing. You know, obviously security where we're all on the same page there. But I think the big difference that MSPs are going to have to take on is more training because as new threats come out, we're going to have to train our users and our staff more. So it's important that we hit the education piece a lot more. I, I see here at, at ProBlue, education is going to be a big piece, not just internal. No, I wouldn't say the first time, but it's going to be a big focus for us in 2020, but also trying to get our clients to understand that just because your employee that you hired says they can do Microsoft Word they're not a computer expert, that they need to understand the very deviant and very dangerous things that can occur on the internet that you need to protect not just them, but your business. 
I, I tried to give this analogy the other day. I mean, you, if you hire a forklift driver, you're, they're going to be certified to drive that. If you give somebody a computer and they have carte blanche access, they could completely destroy your business with very little effort if you don't train them how to properly use that device. So it's funny you, you, you both mentioned that because we were talking about this before the podcast about some of our business development efforts and whatnot and how we're evolving. And we've actually included cybersecurity training in all our managed services offerings, hard stop period, mandatory for all our customers. We, we always tell decision makers that our customers, you talk security, you want to secure your company, that's great. Your weakest link is not your technology, it's your people. And you need to educate your people and treat this as the same as you would for health benefits, for dental benefits. This is cybersecurity training. This is a benefit for you that you can apply to your life every day at home, protecting your personal information, protecting your birth certificates, your passport. It is applicable to everything in every day of all of our lives. I agree. From a security standpoint, I completely 100% agree. I'm saying is that we're going to bring more value as MSPs by helping our customers, right? And those users to be more educated and not only on the cybersecurity and, and, and safety and stuff like that, but understanding how to use the applications correctly, because there's a lot of wasted time, which is money on people that don't know how to use their line of business applications or office, even like Excel or Word and things of that nature. I think that there's an opportunity as an MSP to upsell because we're here to make money. Right. So to upsell an educational package to their customers one way or the other, you can start with cybersecurity because that's hot. That's something that's top of mind. And then once you get there, you can go and push other things. And I think that's key. And from a vendor standpoint, the vendor that's offering that is going to be golden. Our tier one CSP provider, the one that we resell through, they actually have an education piece for all the Microsoft Office. I don't remember. It's a couple bucks a month, whatever it is per user. And it gives them unlimited access to. So it's exactly the same thing as those online. I'm not going to use the name because I don't want to sponsor it. But that lady that has all those Microsoft Office training courses online. Bottom line is through them, we actually have this really wicked offering. And we include that by default with all our customers. So we include cybersecurity. We include the office office training, and we include the protection services and backing up. Customers can't just buy one thing from us. They have to buy the bundle or buy your Office 365 from Microsoft Direct. And the reason is on its own, it's not complete. It's like saying, I'm going to go buy a car. I don't want the tires. I'm going to buy it somewhere else. Well, you can't buy a new car that way, right? It doesn't work. I find you're right, spot on with your prediction on education services. It's going to be the differentiator that MSPs will have in the market. I just realized I went back to see our 2019 predictions. And what we were drinking back then, because we were all together, remember, we were in Anaheim. We were. Yep. I have a Dalmor 12 today that I'm drinking, and that's what we were drinking that day. Oh, that's sexy. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. And we drank a lot of it then. <laughs> yes, we did. I'm trying to stay within the comfort zone, you know, the whole uneasiness of the holidays and, and then predictions for the next year. So I went to one of my staples that I, I do love and believe it or not, it's not the Caribbean cask or the Glendronic. Although those are still my top two. Uh, my favorite bourbon is 1792, baby. I love this bourbon. It's a great drink. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Yes, you're right. Kudos to you on that. Wait, is that a bottle that you, that you gave him or that you turned him on to? turn me on to it. Oh, okay. uh, did you not listen to the first 15 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, honestly, I have not. Oh, <laughs> that's why no one from Indiana listens to us. I get it. <laughs> we got 30 other countries that listen to us, but the state of Indiana has nothing. Seventeen ninety two was the bourbon that turned me to bourbon. Thank you, Craig. And I will say thank you, Myron, because it is the bourbon that turned me to bourbon as well. What are you drinking, Craig? Santa. Well, since this is the end of the year and I wanted to drink something with a beard, uh, I'm drinking the ten year old rip van Winkle, Poppy Poppy. Which is Pappy blend. It's 107 proof. Wow. The bottle was $150. I could probably turn around and sell it for 11 to 1200 bucks. But you'd rather drink it. One drink is going to cost them 100 bucks. FYI. Pretty much. But if you were to come visit me this holiday season, you get to drink this. I'm on my way. I'd be there by Friday. I would not pay $1,200 for this, but I would definitely pay. You had just killed your market to sell. I would definitely uh, pay $150. I can't sell it now. Sure you can. $500. Maybe the empty bottle. <laughs> After I drink it. That's good juice though. But it's really good. But I don't know it's worth the hype. I, I would agree. Well, we talked about predictions, but we're going to have challenges, each one individually, right? As business owners. What, what kind of challenges do you think we're going to have in this coming year? Who wants to take that on first? 2020. Big things for Pro Blue is possibly a new space. Most likely 2021. Right now, if I were to predict, because it'll take at least a year to complete the build, but we are definitely out of space at my office and we need more modern space. Woo woo! Pro Blue's growing. That's awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. So it's a great opportunity for us. It gives our people a more unique space because right now we're in a location that probably isn't a good fit for all of us because it's a very open area. And I know we need some segmentation for the different various departments that we have. And we have a very large server room for our location. We used to have six racks. We're now down to one. So it's not being used. Why is that? Well, everything went to the cloud. So my data center is not a good idea, you think? I would consider part of the cloud. Oh, okay. I concur. The dark cloud, though. <laughs> what? Whenever I search the dark web, <laughs> infinite IT. Other than, than the potential move, any challenges you see coming in this new year? Challenges. Hiring. I need uh, probably one or two employees. Secondly, two. Parking. Parking is going to be a huge problem for me, for my business. <laughs> I hear you. Because we are losing all of our parking as of January 1st. That's the beauty of Canada. We have so much land. So I could probably help you with both of those. And when you get to issues, talk to me because I've already dealt with both of those things. Parking was a big issue in our Dominican Republic office. And we had to get really creative. Well, after we moved, we're good. But it was for a good year. It was bad. And hiring is definitely difficult. Hiring's a very tedious process. I think we've all discussed this before in previous episodes. 2020, the other only other issues I can think of is the downslope from the Windows 7 Server 2008 replacement, which ramped up huge July on for us. So there'll be the stigma of not having that busy work that we did for so many months and having to replace that time with other more profitable projects and finding those to fill in that that hole that was easily filled by many. Now your targets next year, right? You're you're from a financial standpoint, you're gonna have to meet the targets at least, right? Plus whatever growth you want. It's really funny. We've 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 fought with our customers to get them to do those upgrades. They oh my God resisted 
tooth and nail. Now, all of a sudden, they all woke up like, well, I think we need to do this. And it's like, yeah, look how many emails you signed a waiver saying you don't care. I think that's going to be actually for us going to be a big business for us next year because most of our customers just didn't care. They didn't pay attention to it. I would say that 60% of the computers are completed. Then there's a good 30% that the customers are just not like you. They, they, they didn't want to do it. The other 10 are pushing and they want to make sure we have it done before the deadline. So I think that it's going to continue to carry into the first quarter. But after that, we got to fill up that pipeline for other projects as we move forward. I, I have some challenges. We are going through some higher, as you guys know, we've hired a lot of people. I think we need to update the the intro too, because I think we're like double the size that I say on the on the intro. <laughs> We can record new intros for 2020 if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Kev, Kev, I think that's a great idea. We have a lot of new hires coming. I think right now we have penciled like 16 people. We have to get a new office in Texas and, and some other things that I can't talk about in this episode, but I will let you guys know as soon as that it, it comes out. But there are going to be a lot of challenges, cultural challenges and new features. Is that like Snapchat? No. <laughs> Instagram? Wow. Pretty cool stuff. You could use Infinite IT as a cloud host. You could. I I, I will. Ooh. Ooh. There you go, Joe. I gave you a plug. You rock. I love you, Craig. We just got it. We go get another bill. Oh, you better hurry up because I will say this latest data center selling up fast. <laughs> I have space at my location, Myron, if you need some cloud hosting. I don't have a generator, though. <laughs> but you're moving. But you're moving. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for 20 years. So we just signed our 20 year lease. I ain't going nowhere. We're going to be here a long time. That is a long time. There's a lot of challenges. Hiring the right people, training staff, again, going back to training, you know, continue to, that continued education. I think it's important that, that the staff get, get retrained. It's going to be a big, big challenge. Well, you know, good for you guys. I love it when my friends do well. Speaking of friends, I had drinks and dinner with Ricky this, this past week. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I was in Long Island and uh, Ricky from MSP Networks met up with me. If nobody knows, I know you know, Craig. We hung out. We had, we had some steaks and stuff. It was, it was good catching up with him. No kidding. Yeah. We talk, uh, we talk occasionally on what's up, Ricky and I. You know, I think we're going to get together at Exchange, right? The three of us. Yep. So that's, the, that's coming up. San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, baby. If you're not on Exchange, if you're not invited, Hit us up, social at it4whiskey.com. Let us know that you are interested in exchange and we'll talk to the people at exchange, see if we can hook you guys up. We have a little bit of influence. So uh, if you really fit the profile, <laughs> um, we might be able to hook you up. And then you can say, you know what? My boys at it for whiskey did this. <laughs> and even though it's open bar, you can buy around. <laughs> uh, are you guys talking to me? <laughs> Uh, to bees. You know, you know, another thing that I think is going to be really, really cool next year in, in the MSP space specifically is we're going to need to learn the convergence of all these platforms and all the M&A that's happening with our providers, right? Like the ConnectWise is, and you know, say good for them this year. They've made a lot of strategic acquisitions. I didn't do business with them before 2019. And now three of my strategic partnerships that we have are Kaseya companies. And we now do business with Kaseya and looking at going deeper and wider with them. 
So clearly that worked. You know, I think there's going to be a lot more consolidation in 2020s, uh, my prediction, with ConnectWise recently acquiring Continuum. We always had this battle with Craig about, oh, why are you on Continuum? Come to ConnectWise. And well, I guess technically to a certain degree, he is now. Point being is that that's going to happen more and more and more in 2020. It's going to be a big year for M&A. You know, I see Datto making some really good moves, you know, and who thought a year ago that it would be ConnectWise, Kaseya, and Datto as the three big players in this space. A year or two ago, I would have never said that, but clearly... Those are the three players now. Tiger Paw has fallen off from the number two, and I'd be surprised if they're number, top five or ten now. So they've really dropped off the map in the last five years. I'm sorry, but Tiger Paw's never been on the map, in my opinion. And that's fair in your opinion, but I do know that they had quite a significant market share. I see their updates as an ex-customer that they're coming out with things, but I'm... Things. Things Things is a good point. You know, like they're going to the cloud and it's a SaaS-based model and all this other great stuff that they should have done uh, five years ago. I've never used their product. I want to put that out there. And I know how difficult it is to run a vendor side business, so I don't want to beat the crap out of them. But I, I've never used their product. But I do know that from a market share point standpoint, they don't have a, a big market. They no longer do. They did. We were a Tiger Paw shop for over a decade. When we signed on with them, ConnectWise and who heard a Continuum back then and not even Autotask, ConnectWise, nobody had anything on what Tiger Paw did. And I think they just got a little too comfortable for a little bit too long. I, you know, from version seven to version 19, yeah, there was some differences with Matrix and so many different features that came out, but it's still, it was just module. Module, module, modular. And they didn't think about the overhaul. And now they're thinking about it and they're coming to market within the next year. We'll see what happens. The jury's out. I don't know if they're going to be able to catch up, but I will say that uh, we were a loyal shop for a long time. They'll get bought. I, I, you know what? I don't know if they'll get bought. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they will, but that's my prediction. I offer a dollar. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> Their model is very different than both ConnectWise and Datto. Yes. So when we signed on with TigerPaw in 2008, they were the only guys on the market that was a one-stop shop for quote, order, PO, invoice. They were the only ones hard stop, right? And that's why I love them. And unfortunately, from the late 2000s until we moved off them about 18 months ago, the interface was the same. Maybe their market is not so much on the MSP side, but because they have the copier business market, they have the, the telco market, they have all that stuff. No, they didn't have the copier market. They only had the, the old trunk slammers, which those are a dying breed. No, I'm using it as an example because they have these other markets that maybe the MSP market is not, you know, it's a it's a portion of the business, but it's not all. Whereas ConnectWise is, is trying to get into other markets, right? As an example, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, when, when Tiger Paw decided, hey, you know what, this MSP thing is is a big thing, Chris and I, we worked with the level platforms originally in Tiger Paw, and we were on the advisory board with Rob Ray, who was at the helm of, uh, of uh, level platforms at the time. We worked with them as an advisory board to help them do the integration. And I'll tell you, it was great. It was bleeding edge. Nobody, no RMM tool integrated with a PSA, hard stop. It didn't exist. And through all the M&A over the years, now it's, if you don't, you're nobody, right? And that's why I say even to this day, you know, ConnectWise bought LabTech and then you have Continuum that they bought and Kaseya has made acquisitions. Everyone's made acquisitions and SolarWinds bought Enable and whatnot, yet TigerPaw hasn't bought anyone in that space. And they're just still relying on on uh, third-party integrations, which break all the time. They're private. Whereas TigerPaw is... They want a return. 
is the old fashioned brick and mortar business. And I will tell you the difference as well in culture. James Foxhall is an amazing human being. My hat's off to him. He can lift 500 pounds. That dude is, he is aces in my books. He's a good human being. He is a typical American, big heart. And he's, he really, really cares about his customers and he listens. So if I reach out to him even today he will personally respond doesn't go through an assistant or anything he is that kind of guy so i w- hey there's nothing wrong with an assistant it sounds like myron herrera if you ask me not even close myron's got a bigger ego <laughs> <laughs> listen when you're the favorite ceo of the city that you're in i mean what can you do <laughs> oh, 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 oh. but all jokes aside about uh, tiger paw big heart they try hard. They do have a good product. I'm not knocking it. It works. I'm just saying that there are better. That's it. It's much better than what Craig uses for sure. For my business. Uh, I still use Excel sheets. Touche. Never mind. You know what I just learned recently? I didn't know this, but the, 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 what was that? the name of the platform you use again? They changed your name recently, Seller or something like that? You mean Socket? Socket, which became Seller, correct? Came Quoter. Oh, sorry. Quoter. Pardon. It's a French Canadian company. Do you know that they're the inventors of LastPass? Yes, I knew this. And they sold LastPass recently, but they were LastPass for like forever and then some. So kudos to them. And I'm grandfathered in. I hope they don't listen to this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You just turned really red and jolly like Santa with that hat. (laughs) Now I'm going to jail. Uh, Anyways. Well, everybody, like always, like, subscribe, follow, comment. Please comment, actually, especially like on iTunes. Get some comments in there. Tell us how bad we are. Wait, what? I like the bad comments. Yeah, that'd be funny. That would be funny. Just as long as they're not about me. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, put, put out the comments. It'll, it'll let us know how we're doing. I know we have iTunes listeners. I can see it in the platform. So, you know, put out some comments. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Um, tell us what you want to hear. Nancy Nancy was with us a couple episodes ago. She's a big listener. Shout outs to Nancy. I've seen her on some other podcasts recently too. Yeah, good for her. Um, I'm going to go down there one of these days and uh, we'll have dinner. You and your husband will go out. And my buddy Todd Gates. Todd Gates. I don't know what I did to Todd. Todd has no love for me. He loves Giovanni. Yeah, he, him and Giovanni talk all the time. No love over here. He loves me. We said Todd Gates a t-shirt. Did he get the t-shirt? Todd reaches out to me all the time. He's We're working on business together. Damn it, Todd. What did I do to you? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to show up with like cookies tomorrow. You watch. Exactly. <laughs> Guillermo has a t-shirt. Yeah, Guillermo's a good guy. Yeah, I love Guillermo. We talk all the time too. Yeah. We have a good crew. Ricky has a t-shirt. And, 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 and we got a, two more shout outs to two more of our friends. A tool. A tool has a T-shirt. A tool, tool. My brother from another mother. I love him to death. We 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 always laugh together. Oh, don't we always laugh? Oh uh, well, the, a tool, a tools, a tools, a tool. I, I don't know where you went with that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he is who he is. He's a unique individual. But I will tell you, I love the guy to death. We're gonna see, hopefully we'll we'll all get together in San Antonio. San Antonio so far is looking to shape up to be a very good event for all of us. Absolutely. We're looking forward to exchange to San Antonio is going to be great. Tracy and her team always do a phenomenal job. 
there's some changes there in staff. Yeah, there's a big, big time, big time. I know uh, from a vendor standpoint, I've already, I now have Nora as our account rep, which Nora's great. I like Nora. So it, it's going to be a great event. Uh, we signed, we just signed a contract. So we're all good for the year with them. It'll be fun. Make sure you, if you're in Santa Ana, make sure you come find us in March. Uh, the three of us are going to be there. So come look for us and uh, let's have a drink together at the bar. Most likely we will be in the lazy river. Can we wear our t-shirts at the events? Yes, sure we can. Absolutely. Why not? You you know what? The one thing I will give the channel code, they know about IT for whiskey. Hats off to, to the to the channel code's crew because they actually help us promote it. And um, there's been a few times I've been on stage and they're the ones that brought it up. So Rob, Bob, and all of the staff there are good for you guys. Thank you very much for it. What's the three words? Follow, share, share comment, like. I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, take it away. Boop, boop, boop. That's all for this episode of IT for Whiskey, a podcast by MSPs to help MSPs. Don't forget to spread the word, like, and subscribe at it4whiskey.com. halfway. I'm already, I drank a quarter of it already. Kevin, did you get that? Yes, you did. 